Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here to talk about the Challenge Double Agents, Episode 17, which just aired. Uh, so off the bat, we just want to say uh, thank you for everyone that has supported us on Patreon so far. I mean, I think it's been a complete shock to all of us on how much traction that we've gotten within the first few weeks. Honestly, like, a way above and beyond any of our expectations. Um, like, really, like, you guys have no idea how much we appreciate it. Um, and like I've told some people just through messaging, um, the real reason why we want to be able to, I guess, kind of do this is put, put put some of the money back into the product, right, and continue to make a better product. And, I mean, I'm already doing it now. I bought a light uh, to, so my video isn't complete dog shit. Uh, for the people that are like paying for the video. Um, so like, we're going to, we're going to keep making this better. Um, it's going to keep, keep turning into a better product. Uh, and I say that as, as Trace's video is completely freezing up, but he has an excuse because of the, uh, <laughs> that's like extraneous issues. Yeah. The dedication to this show is for real from all of us. Um, the guys that cut my grass cut my internet connection. So I have zero internet here at the house and I had no cable TV either. So I had no way to watch the show. I found a, a service called Philo or Philo PH, whatever it is. And I was able to sign up for a trial because it had a cloud DVR. I was able to DVR the show, watch it when I got home on my phone. Now I am recording on a hotspot. And because we have semi-decent uh, software that we use, even though it's fuzzy to them, when we upload it, it's going to be great. So uh, we, I moved a lot of mountains fingers to get crossed. here tonight. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. But I moved a lot of mountains to get in here tonight because uh, I didn't want to miss this. So thank you all for the support. And we want to, like Devin said, put the money back in the show, invest in video, lighting, some backdrops, stuff like that. So on the way. Yeah. So, so this is for... All the episodes from here on out, they're brought to you by our Patreon followers. And we wanted to shout out in this episode, Tess and Lewis Brown, members of the Inner Consulate. Uh, thank you for supporting us. We really appreciate it. For everyone that's on the fence about uh, joining Patreon, and I guess the, the the big selling point of why you would want to join our Patreon right now is to be able to get our All-Stars recaps, um, which we're only doing for Patreon members right now. We're typically we're going to record those Thursday mornings and pr pretty much release them right away. This week's a little bit different. We, we've had some scheduling conflicts, so that episode will go out Thursday night, tomorrow night. Um, normally, we're going to try and get those to you as fast as possible. If you're on the fence about joining, just fucking do it. Um, like, I mean, it's four dollars. You get the All Stars recaps. The the dual two, uh, the first part of the dual two is available right now to Patreon members. So if, if you're into our historical recaps, you can go and listen to that right now. Um, the Discord server, I will say, is quite fun. Uh, I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I had. We Definitely some good conversation. Um, all the people that are currently signed up for Patreon and haven't joined the Discord server yet, let me know if you have any trouble joining. Uh, feel free to come, come in and hang out. Um, but yeah, if you're on the fence, uh, I, 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 I don't think you'll be disappointed. Um, and if we can get 50 new subscribers by this time next week, Rob will sing the Star Spangled Banner. 
Um, like, <laughs> is that no, 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 no. We should have him wear the Tiger King outfit. That's what we need. Oh, see, I'm thinking he's a Star Spangled Banner, like in Captain America: The First Avenger, when he's got like the weird Captain America costume on, and there's all the women who are dancing around him. That, that, that I would do that. I'd be in on that. What happens? Have you seen that movie? No. Yeah. It's like a lower. I, I know channel. what you're talking about. But you know what, Rob? That means we would have to get your uh your fan that emailed us the FMK and you were every answer uh in that email to be your backdrop. Oh, uh, we we would need th- uh, like thirty five more people that follow her uh train of thought to, to follow that <laughs> scene, unfortunately. So fifty fifty additional followers or Patreon subscribers by this time next week, Rob will sing the Star Spangled Banner dressed up as the tiger king so let that i'll just put that out there all right so let's talk about episode 17 huge improvement from last week i thought this right? was the best episode of the season i it almost probably. was probably i have to think about it a little bit this, this, this to me it's this one or it's the episode that Teresa and jay won the mission and then Teresa's like going all crazy and gets ashley thrown in it was between those two i, w- I would lean this mm-hmm. one right now though Interesting. Phenomenal episode. So, wh- where where do we want to start off with this? Um, I guess if I we just like want to just, just go off the top with the mission, I thought they did a good job of keeping it yes. pretty short, but still very interesting, right? Yeah, and I mean, I think it goes along with everything that we uh, we've already we've always thought about missions. Like everyone just go at once. Um, the missions where there are kind of mini finals. And TJ even, I think, called that at one point in the episode. Those seem to be the most entertaining, or some of the most entertaining. Um, five-mile run's no joke. No, it was a 10-mile run. Because it was five, wasn't it five there to the uh, frozen That's volcano? what I was saying, yeah. Like a five-mile yeah. there and a five-mile back. That's no joke. I mean, like, that's, that's definitely way longer than a lot of the finals we've covered so far for these historical seasons. It makes you wonder if and, they made Fessy run it or if they sent an ATV out there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't have wanted to complete it. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But you, yeah. I was definitely very impressed with Cam in this episode. I've definitely been very critical of her at certain point points in time. I think this was, she was by far the all-star of that mission. She crushed the run, and it looked like she was outrunning Corey at the end. And Corey hadn't already mm-hmm. ran five miles before the volcano, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Corey tried to jump in, to help solve the puzzle, she's pretty much like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> like, I really enjoyed when the, when TJ was like asking who they wanted to send. They all sent the guys, but then like Cam was telling Corey, like, you're strong, you're fast, you're smart. It's like, all right, he might be two of those three things. That third one is like maybe maybe relative to the rest of these jabronis, he, he's smart, but I don't know Haven't about we like, heard, in general. Hasn't it come up multiple times in the last few episodes that Corey has a photographic memory? Or am I just imagining that? How, haven't I heard I that? I, I, came up this time. I don't remember it coming up in other times, but like, how, how many people claim to have a photographic memory? Like, I don't have one, so it's hard for me to envision what, like, I mean, I, have a, I also do have an exceptionally good memory. It's one of the things that I do do well. But a photographic memory to me is like something different. I just can't even envision what that means. What is, yeah, what, what does that mean? I feel like I looked this up at one point, and it's not what... It's not what it sounds like. It's somewhat of a misnomer. I don't think it literally means that you can remember everything exactly as it appears. Like it's something slightly different. Because people really talk more about, about it like, like if it's you like, look okay, the thing I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Like if you're looking at something right now, all you have to do is look at it once and you've got it. 
Yeah, and it's like I could like I could look at this right now, and then going back in my memory, I would know like okay, my Xbox is over there, my Blu-ray discs are right there, and like they're laid out in this certain fashion. Like that's what that's saying. Um, and like again, I have a very, I, th- I would say my military my memory is like relative. I can I'm really good at remembering something in relation to something else, but it's not like at least what I would envision that is. What do you think about the decision? So it looked like. Cam was very well aware that this may have been a mission where they were going to have to go out and dig them up, right? So if Mm -hmm. we, what do we think about their decision under the pretense that they're aware that this is a possibility, right? So So my my strategy would 1000% to be just do what the other teams aren't doing. Because if you're looking at what you're trying to do, you're trying to increase your odds, right? And if we switch it up and the mission works out where it's better to have sent the girl instead of sending the guy, and I have kept the guy, I'm not the only team that's done that, and now I have a good chance to win the mission that I did, wouldn't have had a good chance to win before, whereas in the other way, I probably wasn't going to win anyways. And then the same thing yeah, in reverse, but if it would have been better to send the girl and keep the guy, like, that's, that's how I would have played it. Once I saw everybody was sending the guy, I would have said, look, let's play the odds here. We'll send you, I'll hang back, and then maybe we get lucky and it works out and more in our favor that way. Yeah, I completely agree. I definitely think that's the right way to go. Um, yeah, it's interesting. What Were there any of these teams where you would have thought that the guy would have been better at solving puzzles than the girl? Fessy? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, Fessy and Amber B. I mean, yeah, um, she didn't put up a great shot on that one. He's. I was going to bring this up, and I think I know the answer. Like, we've seen, like... Some evidence, even though it may be almost absolutely like non-existent, that he's okay at puzzles, right? I think we've talked about this before. He's okay. We don't know. Well, how the good total he is, madness final. He was able to. Like, he was able to do them eventually. Yeah, he's not horrible. Yeah, like, like, that's we, the thing. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, the barrier for male competitors and their puzzle capabilities on the challenge is very, very low. Like, it does not take much to be above average so i think like especially with ct standing out if it did come down to the guys like he'd probably be my pick of these four and he'd honestly have to be my pick of these four guys for completing a puzzle right like he's better than leroy kyle and Corey. uh ct yeah by far no no like, Fessy, I'm I'm saying. oh you think he's better out, oh, out of the people in the mission yeah for sure um kyle's terrible Corey's terrible is leroy awful what did you just say Leroy's not Leroy's, good at puzzles. Leroy, I can't remember. Like, I, remember I remember a lot of instances of Leroy being bad at puzzles. I don't remember very many of him being good. And then you'd think with some veteran savvy, maybe he's not like an abject disaster. But like all three of those guys have been on a lot of shows now. So all right, we we're, we're, we're burying the lead here. Let, let's let's talk about uh, Cam and Leroy. There's two big pivot points in this episode. Yeah, with yeah, so Cam here, and Leroy, let, Kyle, and then Fessy throwing yeah, himself. We, we can go back to the mission. Let's talk about uh, Cam and Leroy pretty much back, backstabbing Kyle here. So Backstabbing Kyle. Not even pretty much backstabbing. I felt pretty bad. That wasn't him. a like, backstab. They just stabbed wrong. him right in the front. <laughs> just right in the front. No, did tell him. It wasn't like they just told him he was getting thrown in. I mean, like, if you're going to – if this is Leroy's last shot, I mean, this, if you think it's a good play by him, like – because I think you, if, so, if, if, the thing is, if Corey goes down and Corey loses to Fessy, Fessy takes Casey, Leroy can at least take Cam then. You think he'd prefer to run with Cam over Nani? Yeah, and you are of the belief that you think that 
Corey's a better competitor in a final than Kyle, don't you? Even I would say he's I a better may, competitor than final. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, even though I may not be of that opinion, that would be a reason that you would say that uh, he may have wanted to throw Corey in. Yeah, I don't think it's drastic, but I would say Corey. I would put Corey over Kyle in the final. That's when the episode really heated up. The episode really heated up. Well, I don't know. It may have heated up earlier. There was some. There was so there was after the mission. There was kind of that general tension about what was going to happen if Fessy was going to throw himself in or not. Right? There was some suspense there, but then the heat really turned up when it was the conversation between CT Nani and Leroy. We're like, why don't we just get Kyle over here? I, and it seemed like Leroy was the one that came up with it. Why don't we just get Kyle to vote for Fessy? And then we have, and under the, the pretense that Cam will then force them to like make a tie and, and TJ, like, you know, make it, make a Johnny Mosley judgment call here about what to do. Dude, um, th- like that was the, that was probably the, the high point of the episode. I think. The thing is, if that, like you were saying, you felt bad for Kyle. Can you imagine if they did that to Corey? Like that would be like an all time backstab. Well, you know, he's like, that would have kids. So, Either way. you know. But like, I mean, that, that's like, like outside of stealing your money in the final, I think that's like about it. If that happened, that would be an absolute insanity. Either way, someone's going to walk away from that feeling hurt. You know what I mean? They had already made too many relationships that were going to put them in a bad position, uh, regardless of what happened. It's funny because that and then Fessy deciding to throw himself in, those two did really end up like kind of working in conflict because if they ended up needing Kyle's vote to put Fessy in, do you think that changes what Cam ends up doing or no? Yeah, I think it does. You think it does? Do you think she puts Corey yeah. in? Yeah. I don't I know. I think man. for whatever that's and rough. I'm not saying and I'm not saying that that's the right decision. I think I think that for them it does it does though. So Fessy decides to put himself in voluntarily. They don't actually need Kyle's vote to put in Fessy. And that's kind of when Leroy and Cam are in a, in a room talking about how Corey had been lobbying for <laughs> uh, Leroy and, like, trying to, like, save his position in the game. Um, yeah, they hadn't, like, explicitly been working together. But if you go back and look at it, they've voted together pretty much every time. What would yeah, you it have also done seems like Corey was who helped put Fessy over the top of actually putting himself in, like... It seemed like they had yeah, like an Corey's hour like, long conversation. And Corey's like, like the mind warps these past two seasons. Mind warping Nelson to go in for him. Mind, remember when he mind warped Amber M to put herself in so he would, could be the rogue agent again? Yeah. And then so now we, getting Fessy to put himself in. I mean, that ended up saving him, really. We don't know how much that conversation changed Fessy's mind. Well, so, so I. So I don't know. I will listen to the after show, and Corey was on it. Fessy was on it. Kyle was on, like those relevant players were on it. And Corey and Fessy both said that the the what changed Fessy's mind was they went back to Corey's room, and they were like it was rolling that conversation. Dice. Well, yeah, they had a conversation. They were like rolling dice, and Corey rolled the dice, and like it came up doubles, like it was like two fives. And then Fessy rolled the dice, and it came up two twos. And Corey's like, dude, this is fit. You have to go into elimination. And Fox is like, all right, I guess this is fit. I have to go into elimination. Which is like... I mean, stupid speak. stuff like that like makes a difference for people sometimes. So yeah, I, it's just but, weird. Because it's, it's all about your, your headspace. So like, if you can just get someone in that headspace, that's what you have to do. 
So let's think about this though. Like what, what is the objective right move here uh, for Leroy, right? For, for Leroy and Cam. So I think it really just comes down to who you think is the better competitor in the final, right? I don't think, think it is. I think he needs to put, I think he needs to put Corey in because then he can take Cam. Cause I think Cam is much better oh. in the final than Tony. All right. Yeah. So that's part of it too. Yeah. So he gets Cam as a partner and he gets what some people would be the better competitor out of the game. So he has less competition in the final and he has a better partner. I, I think right? that's I think that's objectively, like if you're just optimizing your chances to win, that's his best move. Because I saw like some people are saying he should put himself in. I don't know about that. Because now, because now you gave your one of your biggest opponents, one of your strongest competitors, a better partner. Well, right? we'll talk about that later. They're not winning. But that, that's so who did um who would have who would Fessy have had in that scenario then? He still would have gotten Casey regardless. He could take Casey in any situation where she was like where he is still around. Because unless because if Casey didn't win the mission, he can't like protect her in any way. The only way he can protect her is by Fessy losing. Okay. Um yeah, I I Let's think regardless. Yeah, I think regardless, Fessy gets Casey. However, this shook out. As long as Fessy wins, he's taking Casey. So I feel like that's a moot point at the at this yeah. juncture. I think the right move is to force is to. I mean, we don't even know if he could have forced Corey in. We don't know what it comes down to if Cam and Corey split the vote. But if if that's the situation, I definitely think. Um, uh, that's that's the right play. Yeah, and that's why I say it's like yeah. almost the best episode of the season because if that blindside had actually played out the way Leroy pitched it, where they blindside oh. Fessy and then blindside Corey, that would be that's like a Tony Vlachos oh. pitching a perfect game episode. Like that would have been like Leroy. That is your best moment ever in the history of the show. You are a god. You have hung around Johnny Bananas way too long to come up with that scheme. Like if if that if that actually happened, that this is like, this is like top twenty episode of all time. Oh yeah, they I'd all be there sitting here and, bouncing. And Cam is like, and then not only that, you think about what that sets up because that is Corey versus Fessy and Hallbrow with Corey trying to avenge uh, Nelson's demise from earlier on in the season. I think Corey gets wasted too, though. Oh, I think yeah. Fessy wins. Um, it's borderline unfair to have a D one football player in Hallbrow. Like, I mean, that's the game, but I my mean, gosh, yeah. if Fessy's in Hall Brawl, Fessy's winning. Like, my thing is, when they do that, what happens if it's, like, Big T versus Laurel in Hall Brawl? They play it, dude. Like, so, I was thinking, that, that's pretty much what tonight was, like, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, not I mean, not to the same small dude. Like, I was big. No, but Fessy's just huge, right? Yeah. And so, like... Dude, when I heard that this was a best of five, I was like, "That is fucked up." Like, Dude, that is three so hallbrows, and they were the, and like they, again, they were talking about something after show. Usually, with the hallbrows, it's a pretty like tight wind. Fessy was saying they were like twenty yards apart. That's so much running room. Dude, so what did what did Kyle say about how he felt after he got hit that first time? Did he say that he oh, like he said was he delirious? Felt, he said he felt horrible, and then like, oh, but then like he his finger was just like. He was more talking about the finger and that. Apparently, it, I, I did notice that because when he's been on after shows throughout the season, he's had a cast on his hand. I was wondering if that was going to come into play. Dude, he got 
jacked up on that hit. That's one of the hardest hits that we've that, that might be the hardest hit we've ever seen in Hall Brawl. Right? Yeah, we have to look at it. Laurel and Nisa is a pretty big collision. Uh, big Easy West is another one that's a pretty big collision. Oh yeah, that was that's a rough one too. Yeah, that's a bad one. Um, that might be it. It's one. It's one of those two though. I mean, it's funny. Jenny has two: one where she was on the receiving end, and one where she was creating the impact. Right? Because she had the one where she got rocked by Tori, and then rocking D the next season. Yeah, you're right. Both of those are really good. Yeah, she destroyed D. Anytime that someone is like getting pushed out the other end, the thing the thing with the one tonight is Jesse one too. He just walks to the bell. Like he just yeah. like he, that's he the thing. Like, and just, like Alan Iverson just literally trots his way to the bell. He didn't he didn't even have to push him out the other side. He like Kyle was pretty much just like collapsed on the ground. I mean, what was he supposed to Dude, do? If they did that like, five he times, got absolutely like lit up in Fessy. You've got the to try the CJ hit plan, so the West hard. plan. Like, you got to just dive under ankles, right? You just got to chop block. For sure. I'm going for, like, his, like, ankles, dude. Like, I'm, I, like, I'm diving head first. You have to. That's the only, your only play. You have to dive head first through his ankles. That's what you have to try to do. Like, you're going to you're gonna try and, like, chest this guy up? <laughs> like, what the fuck is he thinking, dude? He tried to go, like, straight into him. There was no, there was no attempt to go, like, super low. He literally just tried to like go like shoulder. I think he missed time. I know. See, I don't know if that's what it was. I think he missed time. I think he wasn't expecting Fessy to be as fast as he was. So he thought he'd have more time to dive at his legs. But as he was trying, starting to dive, he was like, "Oh, he's right there." Like it's like when you're like breaking the car, you're just too close. Did he say that on the podcast, or is that just kind of what you think? No, that he didn't say that on the after show. That's just what I. That's from what I saw and what it looked like. They did mention how fast Fessy came out of it, though. Where do they do the after show? Oh, they're just at their house. Like they're just zooming. It's in. on MTV it's though. Zooming. No, it's just on their YouTube channel. They're 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 good. Devin's a great host compared to some of the jabronis they've had hosting thing before. It's qu- it's clearly not as funny as when Mosley was hosting it, but you know, I, I, nothing can uh, replicate that comedy. And I don't think they, considering liability reasons, I don't think they want to replicate that comedy. Yeah, no kidding. Um, well, thank God we got thing- this episode. Yeah. Thank goodness we got this episode for real. Um, to touch up on what Rob said, though, I actually really agree with him. The way that Kyle, like, Fessy was over halfway through the hall when he hit Kyle. And I agree. It looked like Kyle was getting ready to get as low as possible, but Fessy was on top of him before he got down. So it was kind of like the way that Kyle, he kind of put his hands up, and I think his finger took the brunt of Fessy's charge as he came through. It wasn't something like Fessy stepped on his finger. Like, it jammed and broke. So, the, I, I guess two things. One, if they do that five times, I don't know if Kyle's alive right now. Two, uh, the only time that we've ever seen a smaller competitor come close to winning is CJ versus Zach, right? That's the only time we've ever seen it. Um, I think Outside so. Outside of that, it's always the larger competitor wins. Well, what about Tori Jenny? I mean, they're pretty much the same size, right? I think Jenny's a tiny bit uh, bigger. I think we have them. Yeah, that would be close. Yeah, man. Like, that's just kind of... What, I mean, Nelson Rogan... Nelson got the push on Rogan by a decent amount. He just tripped one time and didn't run to the bell early enough the other time. And Rogan won both of those? 
right? Rogan won both rounds, yeah. Trying to think how often we've seen it. I feel like there have been less hardballs than people remember because they didn't start till bad of the seasons. Yeah, yeah that was the first one this season. Yeah, well, what's crazy Four. too is Fessy and Amber B have been in all of them, or Fessy or Amber B have been in all of them. I'm pretty against the producers deciding to go with best of five here. Like, I mean, I think it's it should That's be best of three. I think it should be best of three or best of one. Um, like I, that's dude, like that, like took probably like a, a year or two off of his life. Like he got just lit up. Yeah. I mean, it's like, aren't Oklahoma drills like not supposed to happen anymore? They shouldn't. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I like, mean, they, that's what like professional do. football players. Uh, and I'm I sure when co- coaches are doing that, they're not putting like the slot receiver up against the defensive tackle. Yeah, no, they right. usually try to do even matchups on those, but I have I have heard of high schools around here still doing the Oklahoma drill. Wow. Is this Kyle's most entertaining season? He was oh, he was incredible question. this season. He's been he really incredible. good this season. He's really I mean I'm trying to think of what seasons I haven't enjoyed him. War of the Worlds 2, he just didn't do a lot. Last season he really didn't do a lot either. Like really, no one did really, a lot last season though. Mm-mm. Oh, I mean, like there were some people who were around, but like he he really didn't have any storyline at all most of last season. War of the Worlds, I would say this one or War of the Worlds one would be the two. How funny was it uh, when it was that initial moment when the four came together to vote against Fessy between Leroy, Nani, CT, and Kyle when they hatched the plan to go vote in uh, Fessy. And Kyle gets up to shake CT's hands and they just look at each other and start laughing because of how many times CT has already backstabbed Kyle this season and he's going to the well one more time. Oh my God. Kyle had to know it was coming though. As soon as Fessy threw himself in, he should have known that they weren't going to keep that. I think that was also kind of his only play. Like what else was he going to do? I mean, I guess you vote in Leroy, then you have a better shot in the elimination because it ends up being Hall Brawl. But I, I still think Leroy beats him, right? I don't know. Kyle's bigger, man. That, that would have been an interesting matchup to watch that one-on-one. I would have legitimately enjoyed seeing who comes out on that. It's about density, too, I feel like. Um, so, wait, so if... You're saying if Leroy's voted in there and then... Yeah, Kyle is obviously going to be thrown in because Leroy would, would prefer to go against Kyle. Uh, and it's Hall Brawl? That's a pretty close one, honestly. Who would you bet on? I would favor Leroy by a little bit, but the only time we've seen him in Hall Brawl, he got beat by Hunter. Didn't Hunter's he do it with Wes? No, Hunter, Hunter's like... Oh, and Wes, you're right. I forgot about that. No, he, he does roll over poor Wes. Oh, that was a while Hunter, ago, but Hunter yeah, that's like a, a good pit ball. I forgot about that. Yeah, that would be interesting to have seen the two of them go. I mean, he certainly has a better shot in that than going against Fessy. Like, what? Is, man, that's a that's a really hard decision if you're him. Like, do you do you make the play and just hope that they stick to their word, or do you give yourself the better matchup? But you also don't know it's Hall Brawl. Mm-hmm. Here's See, the other question that, that couldn't have turned out any worse for him. No, here's a question for about Leroy. I can't remember him losing an elimination straight up. Like, he's gone home early for injuries, but he's always good in elimination. He, he lost to when he lost to um, Baron Davon on the one on War of the Worlds. 
he lost to Baron Davon in War of the Worlds. Who was his partner? Yeah, they did the one where they had the bags that were on the sleds. He was partnered with Shailene, that girl from Big Oh, Bat, she was uh, not Big, good. Uh, oh, my gosh. She was really Magic bad. Canada. She just was never on TV. Like, I remember it was crazy. She had, like, two confessionals through five episodes. It was it was yeah, insane. She was never she on was TV. She was really, really bad. So, like, yeah, he has an elimination loss. But, like, I can't – I mean, like, he didn't ever go in oh, on – Oh, free rivals. agents, he was CT. Oh, okay, that's right. He, he was just a CT and free agents. The rest of the times he's lost, I think it's been with partners. Because, yeah, he loses with Naomi on X's. Rivals 2, he and uh, Ty lose to Marlon and Jordan. That's another great haul, bro, by the way. That one might that was it, that one that's definitely one of my favorite ones to go back and rewatch that one. Who who's his partner on that one again? He he's with he's with Ty and it's Mar- they're reversing Marlon and Jordan. Um and it's the team haul, bro, where there's two of them going at it at once. Man, they can't pull that one off. I would have bet on them, wouldn't have you? Marlon's pretty freaking big, dude. Marlon's a, Marlon played football in college. And Mar- He's that big. huge. Well, there's a What's reason also Ty did Williams. not get cast again after Rivals 2 is A, apparently he spent the whole Rivals 2 just sleeping, gave them no camera time, and everybody said he just showed up for the show money. Like, he did not care a thing about winning. So. Yeah, he used to be decent TV, too. He really doesn't do much that season. Mm-mm. Oh, he used to be, dude, on his real world season, he was just flames, too. I think that's one of the few real world seasons that I actually watched live while it was going on. I remember there was, in his real world season, he said that whenever he, uh, like, first meets people, you know what I'm about to say? This is messed up. So he said whenever he first meets people, he would, like, try and figure out, like, kind of what sets them off or, like, something that really upsets them, just, like, Kind of like when they're like having a conversation, he would kind of just like figure out like what bothers them. And then he said he would make a mental checkpoint of it. And then he would like bring it up back on them at like later points when he like wanted to like real, really like rile them up. That was good TV. That's definitely if you're a producer, you're like, yes, we're casting that guy. If that's what his like, let's get is. this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can bring him I on. mean, I remember uh, the first season he did Cutthroat. Like, he was a giant ass on that show. Like, he was in fights. He was picking fights with Brandon. He was getting into fights with, like, Brandon all the time. And Brandon seemed like the nicest dude ever. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish Brandon yeah, would come back. I actually buddy. feel like that dude got a raw deal every season he was on. And he just could not get the right yeah, alliance. He, he, that's another... That's another bad haul brawl, him versus Zach on free agents. We're getting to the point in the Chronicle series where he's going to come on, right? He's on Fresh Meat 2. He's on Fresh Meat 2. Yeah, he's Caitlyn's partner. I, if he's partnered with Evelyn that season, they would have been a really good team. Yeah, um, yeah we're, we're kind of moving off topic now. What do we think about Fessy putting himself in? That's That was the other big pivot point this episode. I mean, with the benefit of hindsight, uh, like the perfect move. But uh, well, yeah, but we I, don't know he's going to get hauled, bro. He could have gotten. Something I think, else. I think it's probably the right move. I think that's probably the right move. I think the upgrade from Casey or from Amber B to Casey is big enough, and I think he's got how many of the eliminations, Rob, this season are geared towards strength. Out of the ones that we've seen so far, he's probably favored and. Quite a few of them. I would, I would say there's only two that's not. There's the one that uh, the one that um, like can beat Ashley in, where they're like swinging around. Um, that that's the one that also like court CT beat uh, Josh in. 
That one's more agility based. And then there's the one that Leroy beat Jay in, which still is like, obviously upper body strength is very involved in that, but you can't just be bigger than the dude. But then the other ones, you have like the hall brawl, you have the like revert tug of war that Corey beat Darrell and he outran him, but that's still definitely very weight based. You had the one that Casey beat Teresa in, which seemed like it was pretty much all weight. Um, you have the one that Kyle beats Jay. Um, oh my gosh. I'm like, now. I can't forget one of the guys. Joseph Allen in where they had to pull away the rings. They didn't bring that one back. You would have thought that one would have, one would have come back at some point. It was the second elimination they did. I I think what happened was he looked at all of the eliminations that they had done this season. So for if I'm him, I'm thinking it's unlikely that they're going to spring a new elimination on us, right? Definitely. L- yeah. Low probability. So at that point, I'm looking at all of the eliminations there. There are some that I'm definitely going to beat Kyle in. And there are others that I still think I can I can beat Kylan. Are there any eliminations that if you're Fessy, you think to yourself, I cannot beat Kyle? Probably not. You'd still think he'd be able to pull out the uh, swing in, I forget what they called it, where they swing around and do the puzzle afterwards. Yeah, I would still probably take him. Yeah. Um, he's Because even though he's bigger, he's still like more agile than Kyle, too, from what we've seen. Definitely better at puzzles than Kyle. What do you think? Oh, there's also the one where they that Josh beat Michi in, where they had to throw the ball at the square. He's beating Kyle in that. I guess, but, but we don't know what that really comes down to. Like the one that Josh beat Michi in, there was the puzzle, and then they had to pull the thing, and then they had to throw the ball at the, the targets. That's a, just a wonky one. So, do you think he made the right move? I think he did. For me, and... yeah, I think so. I think he did for sure. And it really came down to who do you want to run a final with? If you're partnered with Amber B for the final after that pitiful performance we saw in the daily mission today, I don't want her as my partner in the final. So if she's your partner, you're going to lose. So you might as well take a swing and see what happens. Do you think he still does it if Casey had won the mission and Cam would have been the one he would have been picking? Yeah. Probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because I can even said it at one point that all of the, that, or I can't remember who said it. Someone said it about Fessy and I have to go back and look in my you know, notes. I know what you're talking about. Cam said it where Fessy's like the only, Fessy talks like the only woman who's any good is Casey basically. Was exactly. And so maybe he doesn't. Um, but I think from the perspective of Fessy, he really puts Casey above everyone else. So he may not, even though he probably should. Especially I, I, mean, I think Cam, I would rather run with Cam than Casey. So I, I definitely don't. That would improve my odds of doing it instead of take them down. For but her, it was funny too. Amber, her. I think it was Amber B at one point was like, oh, Fessy thinks he's like the king of the challenge. He, he's like the champion. So you guys have all picked him every single time he's been available to be picked. They, the guy gets traded around constantly. Of course, it's going to take his confidence through the roof in the comparison to the rest of these guys. So for Cam's puzzle in like, like, I don't even know what we want to call it, like, like math problem-solving ability. Like, she's probably worth taking alone um, because she can kind of just make up for any deficiencies that he might have. Um, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the right move, definitively. All right. Um, what haven't we gone over? Got over the mission. Think- 
They really didn't pump him up at all when he did that. Uh, Usually they make a big play of like the guy throwing, putting himself in. Say that again, Rob. I didn't hear all of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of, your uh, hotspot uh, connection is definitely coming in play here at Big T, unfortunately. I know. I'm, I think uh, you guys are hearing me talk about five seconds after I start. So we're trying. I'm trying to pause yeah, and I, jump I in when I can. You're but you really, finish your point, you're really Robin, begging for in. these extra Patreon subscriptions, aren't you? Just so we, we can uh, up this uh, internet quality. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, did you think it was notable that they didn't make it. a big play of Messi putting himself in? Go ahead, Rob. Do you think it was notable they didn't make a big play of Fessy putting himself in? That the editors didn't? Yeah. Like, they dunked on him. Yeah, they really did dunk on him. Like, I think, like, dude, like, if... So, yeah, I, there, I that said, team is not winning, by the way. There, dude, there's if I, no if, I, if I said that, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Like, if Fessy and Casey win, I, and I'm not necessarily, I, I, I think they won. I'm saying if they win... Like any talk of edict, like literally has to be like. I feel like we just need to put that take, word. They, they, out that, they will take that. We're gonna light that on fire, and then we're fucking throwing it out the door. Like there's no, they, there is, there's no chance they win. But like I, um, we need to come up with the. The thing is with that, like, that's just how like I start. Like I was looking at the edit before I even knew before I even watched Survivor at all. Or even knew what that was. Like, that's just from talking to people in TV who tell me that's how they're going to edit these shows. They, like, because, dude, like, oh, something that we haven't talked about, the fucking letter, dude. Yeah, how cringy <laughs> is that? Like, like literally, since since Hello Earthlings last season, that's been about as cringy as the show's gotten. Dude, it I thought, so from, if I'm one of the editors, if I'm one of the editors, I play up the letter reading even more, though. Like, I really dunk on him. You know what I mean? I, I thought like, they dunked on him pretty hard. I, I mean, there was I a show lot in this episode for them to show in comparison to the show people, episodes that are not long. I show people, like, rolling their eyes in the back of the head. They did. Like, I, really? Well, kind of. Like, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to go back. I mean, they had game. confessions like, of Kyle saying the letter came, like, what is Fessy doing with this letter? And Leroy was saying the same thing. Like, they dunked on him pretty hard. What did Leroy say about him again? But Leroy was saying, like, you should just say that your Amber yeah, yeah. sucks and you want it to. But that care. isn't. That isn't necessarily a comment on Bessie, though, don't you think? No, they, the know, way guess, he worded it, it was. It and then Kyle was saying how he's a robot reading it. Like, they dunked on him pretty hard. For Kyle, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Bessie might like be. Because the, the thing is, if that's like, like even when people have lost and they've done that, like when Jordan does that with Johnny on Free Agents, it's like the entire plot of the episode and it's taking it over. Like, that's what everybody's talking about. Um, last season, when Nelson puts himself in for Corey, they make a huge like hero sacrifice. I think that's a little bit different because he's doing it for his friend instead of for himself. I think I think kind of it was difficult for them to be able to carry the narrative of Kyle and Cam and Le- Cam and Leroy, and be able to like build up Fessy's decision at the same time to throw himself in, yeah. right? And I think the editors made the right decision to focus on what they did. Because if you think about it, they could have hit that completely, right? They could have just, like, not even acknowledged that that was a thing. And they could have just... No, they really didn't need to. They could have just built up... I think that... So that's... Like, when we talk about, like, give us more uh, strategy and, like, political, like, machinations, that's exactly what we want to see. They could have played that, like, straight down the middle of the road, not shown us any of it. And this episode would have... Like, if they don't show us that, what, what do you think of this episode? 
Like, I think it's okay. probably it's, pretty, if they just focus yeah. more on especially putting myself, I still think it's probably pretty good. It's pretty good, but this is a great episode because we got all of that. Yeah, like, they, they, honestly, insight. like, this was a great episode to have both those happen in it. It would have been better if we could have had one of them happen in a different episode that had, like, nothing happen was only an hour long. Like, it would have been nice to kind of spread these out so we can really flesh out that narrative more. But, yeah, they, 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 I think they made the right decision to, to focus more on the Cam, uh, Kyle, uh, Leroy dynamic. That's just more interesting. It's definitely more interesting. And I think the other thing that was good about it is we're finally seeing people like Leroy try to outsmart the game a little bit. Because this was the first time that we have seen on screen, I think. It might have happened in the last few seasons because I've only watched those one time. But this was the first time we had people going, well, what if we blindsided this person and this person? Like, it felt like we were starting to see a different strategy. I mean, War of the Worlds too. He was pretty active politically. Like he, he was definitely very involved. I just think he was like he needed to get out from Johnny's shadow. He's been so much better on these seasons when Johnny really hasn't been around. Has he talked about that in any of the after shows? He hasn't brought that up specifically. But the, what have been Leroy's best seasons? We've Rise had one, like, two. Yeah, War of the Worlds two when Johnny's out early. We have uh, X's two when Johnny's not in the game. But you know, like he'll lose, he beats Johnny elimination, and then Johnny's like gone for a little bit, and then comes back. Um, and then like, I guess Rivals One's pretty good. Johnny's on that season, but they're not aligned at all. Leroy, Leroy just somehow doesn't see an elimination being a rookie that season, just because how things play out. Well, if they don't win that final mission in Rivals they, One, they, they do see it. Oh, definitely, yeah. I would say that this. Uh... Episode makes this season better than Total Madness. For me, I was kind I, of on the fence. Just because Total Madness had some just like gangbusters in there for episodes. Um, Total Madness was definitely much more inconsistent than this season. This final is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I, I, one thing I did think was notable, they didn't make any real waves about how difficult the final was in the little, in the little preview like they gave. Um, which makes me think it might be a little bit shorter than we're expecting, but it does look like it's going to be two episodes. We think that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident in that. I mean, because they say they said in that that they were going to there's like a day two and the team's going to be gone before day two, and we know there's two episodes left, right? We don't think it's just going to be one for the reunion. I don't know. There was one last season for the reunion, wasn't there? Yeah, I I, re- I would be st- very very surprised if. Winner is a uh, crowned next episode. I, I definitely think we're getting two. They definitely did the uh, Amber B uh, like food eating. Like when that happened, they were like, "This is perfect trailer material." Um, the so, oh my god, it was nasty. She was like, she was like, the trailer was nasty. Oh yeah, she's that like, was. Oh, what? The, I mean, we we'll guys will find out next week. But like, what the heck was that about? I bet you they're drinking like Viking so, blood. <laughs> dude, so on uh, on a Joe Rogan once, he was talking about how on Fear Factor for like eating challenges, he said what they would do a lot of the times is like a lot of like the stuff they would eat, like inherently wouldn't smell as bad as you think it would. And what they would do is they would go to these fine cheese places 
and find the like smelliest, most disgusting cheeses that they could find and add them to whatever they were eating. Ugh. So unnecessary. That's Um, brutal. So we can, let's start talking about the final and we can come back to this episode if we think we forgot anything. Um, I don't know. Any initial thoughts about this final? I think Amber B and CT are winning. I'd give Cam and Corey the next best shot, then a decent gap, then Leroy and Ani, then a massive gap, and then Fessy and Casey. Okay. Say it again. All right. I got to ask what a- Amber what B leads you. I, uh, what leads you to believe CT and Amber are going to win? Because that, that's actually a hot take I wasn't expecting. Really? That's been like the train I've been on all the time. I know, I but like, it just seems so unlikely. I definitely think they're winning. I think I, I just think that's that's mostly the edit from what on more than anything. I think the teams are even enough for that's just what I'm going to go off of. If I find out that that guy on Reddit, like, just went to, uh, like, found a spoiler and put together this like edit thing and just like put it up there to make it seem like he knew what was happening, like I might burn his house down. Why are you so infringed by that? I'm sure people do that with Survivor and other shows all the time. Uh, it's kind of rare that spoilers like that come up for Survivor. Yeah, they, they definitely. Good. Well, we mentioned it many times. They do a much better job of keeping the lid shut than the challenge does. But like, just whatever. Why do you think they they're able to do it at such a better level? Um, I think when people are only on once or twice, like they're, they probably stick to their NDAs a lot closer. I think they're a lot more litigious. I think that the way that their production is set up, like, it seems like MTV probably, I don't know if they have as much of a lock on, like, their entire staff as CBS does. Evidently not. I think that's for a lot of it. All right, so you said CT and Amber B. Who do you think is coming in after that? Then Cam and Corey. I'd have those two teams relatively close. And then Leroy and Nani? So you think Decent catch. I guess I could see them winning. I'd have a hard time with it, though. So, all right, so I guess we pretty much have all the bets that we can have right now. Mm-hmm. Well, do we have it? Do we have a Cam versus Casey bet? Yeah, we have that. We had that a couple of weeks ago. Do we have a Corey versus Fessy bet too? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look. So we have the Corey Fessy bet only activated or... if they both make the finals. So I think we did. This is perfect now because I, I was kind of worried that the partnerships would shake out where like all our bets would just cancel on the final because like if they were, those partnerships were flipped like what what, what am I going to do? Yeah, so we have Casey versus Cam who will finish higher. Then we have Corey versus Fessy who will finish better in the final. And then I think Trace and I don't we have an Amber B bet too? No, we don't. What? We definitely have an Amber B bet. No, look at it. I think I want well, it. Are we, we going to be able to make one then? Who do you want? Who do you want? Amber B versus here? Casey. Done. Five bucks. Oh, five bucks. Come on. We're doing at least 10. It needs to at least be double digits. Rob, I'm not letting you catch back up here. <laughs> yeah, he, he smoked showed you in the beginning of the season. <laughs> I got screwed with the stupid Lolo and Dom situation. That there was no chance I could even win those bets. I think those bets yeah, should all be void. No, there was a chance that you there was there was a chance that you uh, 
there was there was no chance that you could win, but there was a chance that you couldn't lose. Just like the same thing that happened to me with uh, yeah. But that's that's not. That, I think Natalie if Anderson. the person's DQ'd at a certain point, it should all be void. We get either. No, no. They still made it to that. Pretty much like invalidates everything that they did prior to the game. Ugh, like fine. they made. They I just made should. I just shouldn't have made the last longer bets. I knew those were bad plays just based on how the season's structured. Because somebody can just put themselves in week two and just lose. All right, so we have Amber B versus Casey in the final. Who will finish higher? I have Casey. You have Amber B. All right. Yeah, I think the only bet that I'm in right now is in the All-Stars bet where I've taken the field versus the top four that you guys listed or something. I think that's the only bet I'm in right now. We have five. So Rob has CT, Amber B, Corey Cam, Leroy Nani, Fessy, Casey. I would pick... I would honestly probably pick... I don't know. I think this one's pretty even. So you think there's... This is like... You think there's some huge, like, lopsided, like, teams here? I don't think there's upsided teams. I think that I just I think mostly based on the edit. I think Amber B and K- Court, CT are winning. I could see, I could even see. I guess Nani and Leroy winning. Like I just have to stretch that one a little bit more. Um, so what changed your mind about the edit from the, the the weeks prior, where you had thought that Cam would also be included in that group of people that would win. No, I had came, I have came and Corey second. I'm sorry. I, I probably misphrased that. I, I would have them second, relatively close with Amber B and CT. I, I know you do, but I mean, like you had thought that like Cam based on the edit was, um, would be pretty likely to win too. Right. So what, what, from what we've seen, um, this week, I guess, uh, I mean, well, I moved CT ahead of her last week, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So it may have been the last two weeks. So, so what over the last two weeks did you see in the show? Well, partially it's that, that partially it's um, CT ending up being paired with Amber B because I had had a feeling from Amber B for a while. I just didn't know if she was going to end up in the right partnership for it. And CT, I thought had gotten a pretty strong edit from that. Um, Cam's edits had also kind of cooled down after the first third of the season. She hadn't really been in the mid character role that she was for that first third. I still think she has a very good shot. I just hadn't been seeing it with Corey as much. Corey was hard because he was so removed from the action for most of this season. I mean, he was a rogue agent for like half the missions. Um, Trace, who do you think? How would you place these people? It's tough because the only thing that I am sure of is that Fessy and Casey are winning. That's about the only thing I'm sure of. And it's not based on the edit. No, I don't see Fessy you think and they're Casey winning. You think they're winning or not winning? Not winning. Not winning. Oh, okay, good. Okay. I well, see I zero chance of yeah, that half of them pulling off the W. Um, I just don't think they're going to work well together because everything we've seen of Fessy leads me to believe that he is not going to stay calm under pressure, and I just don't see it working with him and a partner. So, like, that's the only thing I'm certain of. The other three teams, I could be convinced that all of them could win. Specifically, I think I'm just going to go with my sentimental favorite at this point and say Leroy and Nani. I would love to see Leroy get the win going out now, especially with who's left. CT and Amber B, I 
I would probably go Leroy, Nani, Cam, Corey, CT, and Amber B, and Fessy and Casey. Because I could see Fessy and Casey, or Fessy and Casey dropping for day two. I just don't have faith in them to do it. It's interesting because it's right before the final, and all all the teams except one were completely reshuffled with their pairs. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen Gamber B and CT work together at all. I don't even know if we've seen a conversation between the two the entire season. Yeah, they have. Well, they haven't had to interact at all, right? Like they just like, they've been so on different sides of everything going on. So, I think you're going to win the bet of. I think it's probably going to be them as partners throughout the whole time. We haven't gotten any uh, indication that. They're going to mix them up. I think it would just also just be such a, such a subversion of what's going on if they um, went individual. Now, like, then Fessy putting himself in means nothing. Then, like, just all so much of the partner dynamic. And I think that has been the one thing that's really, you would have to say, has worked well with this season is the partners and how they've switched around. Yeah. Because we haven't – it seems like the cast is pretty confident, too. And I don't know what clues they're picking up on. But in seasons past, we haven't caught the – conversation that we normally get of I don't want to be paired with this person in the final. That's why I'm throwing them into elimination. We got that a little bit with Tyone and Nisa. No, no, no. Like, I mean, like, I don't want to get stuck with them later on in the final. Like, like, we talk back and forth whether or not we want to interview somebody. That is one thing I do want to ask somebody because that is just such moronic logic to me. We've discussed this before, so I don't know if we want to get into it again. But, like, it is like there's, there's many things in life that don't bother anybody else at all that make me like need to, to, to just just go crazy. But that is definitely one of the things from this show that's like, why is that such a thing? I like, you can't have the three people you're competing with. The four of you cannot all increase your odds for something. If only one of the four of you is winning, that means that like you can't have one person's odds go up and then the other three odds also go up. That they, they're working in conflict. They can't all agree on something. That's not how this works. Um, how, how do you even start talking about that? What were you just talking about? We're talking about the partners the, and whether the, or not they're going to stay. There's been no conversation about uh, okay. going solo by the cast at any point this season. Yeah, because even like War of the Worlds 2, there's a conversation between Zach and Laurel where Zach talks about going individual at some point. I just don't think that they had faith that they were going to stay teams the whole time. They hadn't done that, and they hadn't had a legit team season in so long that I don't think anybody on that cast I mean, bought they that they were actually going to stay teams. Now, I don't know. That's if what I, I mean. They had War of the Worlds too, where they were teams the whole time. Final record. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Is on War of the Worlds too, when Zach and Laura will talk. We're talking about oh, it eventually going okay. solo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. That's what I was saying. Is that is like they had not had a team season since. Like, Battle of the Seasons is the closest you get, but really Cutthroat is the last legit team season. So it had been a long time, so no one actually expected that to hold. This season, I I, I still think there might be partner switches before the second day. I think that it is entirely within the realm of no, possibility a, that, 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 that when they drop, when they drop the team from day two, I would not be shocked if there is a team switch halfway through the final. That, that's actually a really good call. I didn't think about that. That's, that could definitely happen. Cause they said that there's going to be uh, 
like two people eliminated, right? They so, didn't say a team would be eliminated. They said two people will be eliminated in the trailer. Now, I might be reading into it. I don't know how they would structure that at that point. Like, yeah, that, I think that it's would entirely be really possible. Weird. I think it'd be really easy. Like, do what they did last season where two teams have to go into elimination, but it's not like a team elimination. It's like guy on guy, girl on girl. And then the winners are now partners. And if it's the same two, then great. But it could be at flip-flops. And then the other two people go home. Yeah, they like, and, I, uh, and that would still fit That would still fit within the general pattern that's happened this season. I, I feel like that would still be within the spirit of kind of what the game flow has been. Because you could have like whoever yeah, well, wins the first checkpoint or something, they become the double agents again. They pick somebody to go in and then the rest of them vote somebody else in or maybe you know maybe last place goes in and then the double agents pick the other team like i i really think they're going to bring back that elimination halfway through like they did on total madness i i totally think that's coming well they did it on war of the worlds one two and then i mean world wars two has the purge halfway through that's been pretty shock for these past few finals now that they've done something like that mm-hmm. all right let's do Let's do power rankings. For we've kind of rolled through it now, right? I know. Let's let's just fly through it, just so we can get some pen to paper. Um, okay. If I can find it in, that is a good point Maybe. he brings up. I guess I will have to put Amber B ahead of Cam, though, just before things stand. But that is a really good point, Trace. I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. While right. you're pulling up the Rob, Google sheet, hold on. Before you pull up the, we do the power rankings. We forgot to mention two really important things from this episode. Number one. The challenge Rick rolled everybody watching tonight. We legitimately got Rick Astley never going to give you up in the middle of this episode, which was just like, really? I'm surprised I didn't see this coming because it was all 80s music, but we got Rick rolled. And then the other thing is I loved how they did the final countdown when they announced the final one. That yeah. I was like, oh, they're totally about to hit it. And then it went, I was like, yes, it's there. So once again, kudos. Whoever is doing the music for this show now needs a raise because that was great. Well, it's not really Love them; it. it's their budget, right? They've been able to buy these songs when before they were using awful, like free YouTube music. Yeah, what was it they did for yeah, a long I mean, time? Because I was I, watching what what's the type of genre? It's like dubstep. Like for several seasons, it was always dubstep, and that drove me not nuts. Even that music like makes me like, cringe. Say what? There's some like real bad music and auto tune on like some of these seasons, like like basically from like rivals up through the agents. There's some like real bad auto tune, like embarrassingly bad. All right, Rob, fire through these. I guess I'll have Amber B one. You'll go Amber B Cam. Whoa, over Amber B one. Oh, I told you. I I think holy cow. Well, I told you I think her and CT are going to win. Like, I, that's yeah, what I was saying. Just like a, a couple of moments ago, you said that you didn't take into account that uh, she could be eliminated and CT could still win. Yeah, I know. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. I would still have her number one, though. I just I think that's too much of a jump to not have the pairs together. I know. And I thought what you were saying is that you wanted to have Amber B over CT. I thought you were doing your overall. Oh, first. no, no, no. I, I would say, yeah, Amber B for the woman, Amber B, Cam, Nani, and then the men, CT, uh, Corey, Leroy. And then overall, I would go CT, Amber B, Cam. Okay. 
So your only real change is that you put number B over TM in your overall rankings. Mm -hmm. Well, and in your rankings in general, and your free for the women. Uh, so I will go next. I will go. I'll go CT. I will go Fatsy. I will go Leroy. I will go I mean, I guess I have to go Amber B too. Because I agree that I think even though it's possible that they could do I don't know. I guess that's not necessarily true. Fuck it. I'm going to go Fessy and Casey. One. No, I can't. It's a trap. Yeah, Fessy, they're like I really want to... queued day one or something crazy. I think they're going to have like some disaster happen. I trust Casey more than I do I don't Fessy. Know. It's just that like... Yeah, the thing is, though, that, like, Amber B's just been so bad. Like, she hasn't really had a lot of good moments. Um, We were talking about this the other week where I was saying she was so bad, and you were just like, she hadn't done a lot. This has been her worst performance, probably. Yeah, but we've seen a lot since then. We talked about that, what, like, three, four weeks ago? Yeah. But, but, like, I just think if she's with CT, she doesn't have to do much besides just run. He can do the puzzles and, like, the in-between stuff. But we've seen that... Have we seen that she's able to do that, though? Didn't she really struggle... In that mission with Fessy? Um, which one? This one? Or a different no, one? No, wasn't there a running one where she struggled? There was a there one where she was with Darrell. Her and Darrell didn't do great. But Darrell also, like, never tries in those missions. This one's tough. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go Fessy Casey. You're not going to up your bet with me? You're having the number one? Oh. Man, he's just Man, if an all-big brother team wins this season, I'm going to be so pissed. Not because I'm just, like, one of those purists. I just don't like Fessy at all. Like, there is nothing about him that it's, I like. It's funny. Like, people have really gotten into him this season. I think the show's really needed him this season. Who, Fessy? Yeah. Uh... If he wasn't on this season, there would be literally nothing. Yeah, on like he, they need the thing is with these characters. This is what happened to Polly. Kind of what happened, to like even Frank going way back. The show needs these people around to like, yeah, keep up the vile. Like I know that's too I hard, the but like, I think the yeah. audience kind of chases these people away, and we keep getting blander and blander versions of these same characters. Well, I think, that's the thing. Uh, Polly is. Sorry, I'll jump in now. Uh, I, you have to have a villain. It's it, it's pro wrestling one oh one. You have to have a good guy and you have, you have to, to have, have a heel. bad guy and you gotta have tension and that makes people wanna watch. It's the same thing with all of reality TV. You've got your heroes and you've got your villains. You've got your Batman, you got your Joker. Now Fessy is no joker. But, but just yeah, TV in general. Yeah, like you have to have a protagonist. I, I think and... the show has really needed Fessy this season. I cannot right, believe I'm, I'm going to go. say this out loud, but I wish I had Polly instead of Fessy. I think Polly graded on yeah, me because I think of Cara be being there. Polly's there without Cara. I think I'm fine with Polly. 
as the villain, but with Kara there, I'd be fine with very them both grating. being back. I, I think people need to like. I don't know, dude. I, I think the show could really use both of them back. Like, I, I think, especially in this type of format, like you wouldn't want to see Polly playing this. Oh, totally. I would have. I think Polly is much more entertaining than Fessy is. But yeah, Polly's like, but Fessy's bigger, obviously. But like, as a character, Fessy's Blander Polly. That's basically how they're using the show. Have they, has he been officially ruled out of next season? They haven't. I mean, look, nobody's ruled out or in until they show up next to TJ. I'd be surprised if he shows up. Unfortunately. I mean, just because. So as he, of right now, for just because he failed a test right now, doesn't necessarily next, mean that he's not going to come back. It just means for that season. He we didn't also don't pass, know so. if he failed a test. We have no clue what happened. It's alleged. We don't even know if that's what really happened. But he seems like watching because, the like, stuff it's, I've seen like, him it's also doing, alleged that there was a conspiracy by cast members to not go on if he's on. Like we have no clue what happened. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it could have been so something. He's under I mean, the, this, he's under. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's under the don't. He's under the don't expect at this point. So right now, as far as next season stands, there is one new person on next season compared to this. We just keep having we like the, the, I think at this point that stuff means almost nothing. Like I would put. What do you no, mean? No, it's a couple of days until they go into quarantine, isn't it? It's yeah, but these things switch around all the time. Like I would. It's not going to be. You think it's going to be a huge switch where like half these people aren't going to be on the cast? Yes, now? I think that's what's no gonna way, dude. No. Isn't that what happened There's, last season, Trace, or am I out of my mind? I don't remember that at all. We're halfway changed. No, well, I like feel we had like... we had no clue Teresa was gonna be on. We had no clue Darrell was gonna be on. We had Hunter was a lock, we had Ninja as a lock, like we had uh, did you think we had Jenny as a lock. We she didn't was... have Ninja as a lock. What yeah, she was. No, yeah, she was the... a, she was crossed off like really early. No, no, no. At the beginning so when they until first very posted the casting possibilities, Ninja was supposedly a lock. Um, I've, if I remember really? correctly, they had like 10 people on this cast that did not go and like six of the people that we were told were locks did not even make alternates. They usually get about two thirds of the cast, right? But anyone with half a brain that watches the challenge, you can pretty much guarantee you can figure out who two thirds of the cast is going to be before the season leaves. I don't know that, and I, this is me speculating. I don't want to get into a Vevmo flame war because obvious reasons. I don't know that Pink Rose's news that she gets before they leave is as accurate as what she finds out throughout the season from what I've heard. See, I don't even think it's that. I think it's like with anything, dude. If there, if we have four, if we have three days between now and something, and we have an event planned, there's going to be people who drop who thought they were going to go, and there's going to be people who didn't think they were going to go that end up going. That's how life works. And like yeah, we have the quarantine like, that's happening, is, we have COVID, this COVID situation that's still going on. This is this is a lot bigger of a situation though than you telling some friends that you you're, you want to go with a bar, go to the bar with them on Friday. You know what I mean? You actually have to plan your life I, around. I, this. I, I guess, but like I think for like, a lot of these Rob, people. It's a little like, bit split, let, more split second than that. Let's put it like this. I I really fucking hope you're right. Because right now this cast is absolutely terrible. It is yeah. absolutely atrocious for next season. And keep in mind, too, Tori Hall was supposedly a lock for Total Madness. And apparently she was nowhere close yeah, to Yeah, she was, on like, on the cast for, like, multiple they days. They had her as a cast member confirmed on that list. And there was zero chance of that happening. Zero. And like the thing is, I, I don't think we can. We don't have. I really don't think we have any right to complain about this because the challenge compared to other reality TV shows has 
overwhelmingly more accurate information. You know why? Because it has repeat cast members all the time compared to other shows. But I just think you can't take anything from it at, at this point. This, it, it's not a wor- it's not worth worthy of diving into until the cast is actually at least quarantined and then left. I don't know. I feel like generally these are like I w- I would want someone to go back and look at what her win rate is on this. I I, 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 like, I just don't even think what, it's what bad. Would you, maybe. Maybe we're saying the same thing. So what percentage do you think she gets right? I think she What do you mean by getting right? right? Like, what do you think of the people who aren't right now? Like, that's different than what she gets right. Right now, that... No, I'm saying... So the day, the day before they, they leave, right? So the day before they leave, compared to what is actually on the show, what percent do you think she gets? I mean, I'd, I'd probably guess around like 70-ish percent, 75 We're saying the exact same thing then. Never, but we're ta- you're talking thing. about right now. Right now is different than then. This, right now it's, it's two days from now. They leave, they quarantine on the eleventh. Uh, no, but like when, once they get to like the tenth, eleventh, they're gonna have a different set of cast than they have right now. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, this it's is gonna what change from now. So you think the the one you think the one in front of me right now is gonna be completely like? So what what do you think the difference is between now and a couple days from now? You think it's fifty percent? Somewhere in that ballpark, probably a little bit less. I don't think we're saying thing like. But I don't think we're that I far would, off from I, what we're saying. I just don't think it's worthy of even diving into now is what I'm saying. I don't know. I think it yeah, is. Until, they're, until like, they are like, actually I, I, in quarantine, you have to take that list with a giant grain of salt. Now, I would wager that if we assume a 32-person cast like they've been doing, she's probably got 18 to 20 of those absolutely right but they're also taking more alternates because of the COVID stuff. So anything can happen. Some of those people that are on that lock list could be alternates, and there are cast members signed that she has no clue of signed. Like, we had, we, there's not a, other than Darrell, I think, there's no one from Challenge All-Stars on there. Now, granted, I don't think too many of the Challenge All-Stars got calls on no, this. No, I think Anissa was on it, right? Anissa is on it. She is. So Anissa and Darrell are the only two. Uh, but that doesn't mean that like a Letarian or somebody else that we don't even have on the radar, because Teresa was on zero people's radar until after they got to the location. So, like, there was like I, some I'd like, say out of thirty like, two like, people, few she's very probably tiny got crumbs, but that was about it. Yeah, I, I just Devin, I really think it's not worth reading into now. Like, it, look, I could be wrong, and maybe this this time it ends up being accurate. I had, I don't have the data to back up in terms of how often it's accurate as of right now, but so I don't think it's worthy of making a judgment either way until we got until they leave. So you would, well, I'm going to take a screenshot of this right now, and we're going to compare this to what it is in two days. No, I would no. It, they leave. They're quarantining in four days. Really, you two. should not. What's today? Co- co- today's the seventh. Or it's three days by the time. Oh, four this days. Excuse me. Yeah, I think that you me. should take the screenshot and then wait until the 18th and compare it to that list because they will be in quarantine for seven At days the before they fly out. How long is their quarantine? It's probably two weeks, right? No, it's seven days. The quarantine is probably two weeks, right? No, it's seven. Days. Oh, it's only seven. Okay, it's only seven days. CDC changed it, and that's what they did for All Stars was seven days. Or uh, so. Um, I would make the I would wait till April 18th and look at the list then and I bet you it will be different. Here's the other thing about that though. Pink Rose back in the Rivals 2 era was extremely accurate before they left because I think she just had better sources back then 
um, because there was members of production that were on Vevmo, and I have a feeling that's who was feeding her information. I don't think there's that many people on Vevmo anymore that are as connected to the show as there used to be. So that's why I say, like, I could be very wrong. I, I don't know who a lot of are, obviously. I think we have no clue. Yeah. But back during the Rivals 2 era, she was scarily accurate about who was on the cast. I think that's just that's a lot of speculation about stuff. Like we, we I, I have no clue what's going on with any of the of, with the vast majority of what's going on with this. I, I just think it's something where we just have to like because like once departure day starts, they list they start the list over. There's a reason they do that. Like the, the, it's not starting from where they had it before. I just think doing stuff now, like it'll give us some vague idea of who's in the realm of being cast. But I, I really don't think it's worthy of getting excited or getting upset about right now. I don't. I think that's why. I would pay attention to it because right now, if it's anywhere near what it is right now, it's abysmal. Have you seen what it is? I've oh, yeah, seen it. Yeah, it it's was not. not it was, it's basically it's double agents with no changes except no Wes. No Wes, or no Teresa. Cam, no Leroy. Or Teresa. So, but, so much worse is what you're talking about. That's, that's worse. Let's yeah, put it this lot. way All right. CT's no, appearance I'm, fee for this season is high. <laughs> well, he's down, he's got to be the only one of him, Johnny and Wes, that's on it, right? There's no way Johnny. Yeah, Wes already said he's not Unlikely. doing this season. And bananas is yeah, very I don't think he wants what I've heard. Room. I've I've got a source. There's almost zero chance bananas is on this season. Do we think that the Wes, like, is he trying to do a reverse of the ruins where he thinks he gets schemed against now because like everybody like builds up? You know, the propaganda against Wes, he's going to try to, like, sneak in. It's like an alternate or something. Wes's best shot. Maybe he's just all long con. No, I think Wes's best shot is to go in with a pre-planned alliance like he had with Bananas. If Wes is there, they're going to try to get rid of him. So he's got to get the numbers on his side quick. Say what? I think he just – I think he needs at least one super solid connection. Like I think he needs Hunter back. If he has Hunter back, I would be – because Hunter's like the perfect ally for him. Because Hunter will win eliminations. He'll win missions. Wes can beat him in the final. And Hunter knows he's like not good politically. But he has a decent amount of connections on the show. So he'll be like – he'll just be like, look, Wes, what's the strategy? Or all right, we'll do that. And it's a very mutually beneficial partnership. So I think that's what he needs more than Johnny. So yeah. I, feel, I feel like Wes's right. best case scenario before I give my power rings. I don't think I've done mine yet. Um, Wes's best case scenario for a season is he gets a combination of Hunter, Polly, and Nehemiah. Yeah, he can like run, that's he his be best situation. Well, I think he could, he's doing better in a partner season than a, individuals too. But. All right. So this is what I'm going to do for my, my power rankings. I'm going to go Corey, Corey, for, for the men, I'm going to go Corey, Fessy, CT. Corey won. You said all along. You have no faith for, in Corey. For the women, I'm going to go Cam, Casey, Amber, B. Overall, I'm going to go Cam, uh, Casey, Fessy. You've had well, how, well, you have Fessy number three, but you had Corey ahead of him for the men. Say it one more time. You had Corey ahead of Fessy for the men, but you're having Fessy ahead of Corey on the overall. Yeah. That makes no sense. How is it? What, what do you mean? I just still feel more confident. So, like, if they, if they mix them up, I still feel more confident that he would finish above. I guess we just kind of have to divide them at this point, then, in terms of a pair of o- individuals. Right? For the overall, I think you have to. For the min, for the men versus women, I have them the same. But for the overall, I have them mixed. 
for my statistician's mind, that somewhat upsets me, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, so no, no Leroy at all. Leroy's off the list. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they're going to do it. Unfortunately, I felt much better about him. I felt much better about him with Casey than I do Nani. Yeah, we really haven't gotten much from Nani this season or last year. I guess last year she had a few fights, but like we, she's been quiet. I think Nani just grew up, right. man. Trace. That's what happens. Uh, I mean, last season she was throwing noodles at Anissa. I don't disagree with you, but for this season, she just seems to have her crap together. Like, just really seems to be... I think it's... Grounded, I guess. I think this season she's just been so, like, in the driver's seat politically. Like, she's had no whispers of her going in when she didn't want to go in at all. So I think that's been more what it is. Than well, her being connected to Leroy and like, Cam that, really helps that. <laughs> I mean, like, again, like, we saw it again this episode. They've really just had absolute full charge of what's going on here. Cam had the one episode where she got put in by um, Teresa and Jay, but that's really been it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, guess what I'm trying to do with by putting what, – what I'm trying to do with putting Fessy ahead of Corey is just trying to hedge a little bit there. Um but you get how that makes no sense, right? I get no, I get what you're saying, but I'm trying to hedge, right? Like in, in case that they do split them up, because um, I don't feel Devin the coward about... showing up all of a sudden, just hedging constantly with these rankings. Oh, dude, I'm all about hedging, dude. Like hedging is the smart thing to do uh, in most situations. Trace, you're up. All right, for the people on the Discord server that say I have hot takes all the time, this is probably the hottest of hottest takes I will have. I'm gonna go CT no Leroy. I'm gonna go CT Leroy and then Corey. And for the women, I'm actually gonna go Nani, Cam, and Amber B. And then overall, CT, Nani, and Cam. I think just I'm gonna speculate that I think there's gonna be a partner switch. And I see it being CT and Amber versus Leroy or and um, Leroy and uh, uh, Nani. Nani is going to beat Amber, and CT is going to beat Leroy, and CT and Nani are going to finish the final together. I, that is a that is not anything based on evidence. But this ends up happening. Just, it's just it's so out of like out of like it, it's out of left field. Know. Like it's, it's a hot field. take. How are they like, getting put in? I don't know. Not, I don't even know like, if you can call I, it a hot take. This is and just I, like and it, it's a wild ass supposition, really. I mean, there is zero evidence for any of this. I'm speculating on at all, like zero. I'm just maybe going with my hopes and dreams. How about that? You'd rather see not even with CT than with Leroy. I mean, in the the feel good ending would be Leroy and Cam or Leroy and Nani winning. I mean, that's really yeah, the feel good storybook ending for this season. I mean, if you really want to give Leroy, like if they want a storybook send off, Leroy winning with Nani or Cam, really Nani, because Nani and him have been rolling together since the Las Vegas real world, and they were good friends the whole way through. Never fought. Were looked out for each other every season they were on the challenge. Like the two of them winning would be like the uh, Derek getting his first win on the Inferno three kind of thing. Like it just really would be like that. You feel good for them winning. 
Um, but very rarely does that ever happen on the challenge, like ever. <laughs> Most of the time, it's who played the game the smartest. There's very rarely a super surprise feel-good winner. I'm going to change my overall to Cam, Corey, Casey. Okay. Like, I, it, just thinking All about right. it more, like, I don't think it's... I don't think it's likely enough that they're going to do the switch. I think it's probably at this point, I think it's probably, I, I think it's less likely than you guys actually probably think it. Like I, like I think, I think they're going to play this straight away. It just seems that like, since they reinstated the previous um, producers, they really, they haven't done any huge major twists. Well, right? I mean, more like, than was one, this would basically be what that was, right? Like that would be kind of what it, they did that. Early on in the game, though, they did that, what, like a little bit after halfway through? I mean, they were like two-thirds into this season. It was most of the way in. But I think we're still with the last now, so the first day's times just not count? Trey, so the way you're envisioning it, so did the first day's times just not count at all? Uh, No, I think they're going to do it like they did Total Madness, where they're just going to do the checkpoints, and then whoever is ahead of the checkpoints will be the double agents, and then the bottom and then somebody else picked by the double agents are going in for an elimination and then the partners could switch i, I really they, they, they just they they why do they continue to do this because they like they to have twists to, like they just need but like it's not a twist with them the checkpoints and then the the time like now the checkpoints and then the they get a two-minute head start and the first one who finishes that leg is the winner They've done that in the past two seasons now, and it is one of like the most backwards production things they've done. Like it's I don't horrendous. disagree with you, but that, like would... they've done that so many times though. Like they did it on Rivals One, they did it on Free Agents, they did it on Rivals Two, where they eliminated. No, Free Agents was time. Free Agency did times. So that wasn't that way. Oh, that's right. You're right. I mean, Rivals it happened, and they gave them a head start. Um, Battle of the Battle Seasons, the they did that too. Right? Battle of the X's, Battle of the Battle Seasons. Battle of the Seasons, I believe they did that. Um, I think they did it on X's and... X's 2. X's 2. Rivals 2, Rivals Rivals they didn't even do that because the first day and dropped. everybody starts at the same time the second day. It's really just a purge. Yeah, they just They just want to try and force parity, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's the what it boils down to. Final. How can how can you do that with a time final where someone starts and ends? That's the thing. So I still would I, I would still rather watch that though. Like I think it's honestly the be- the best version of this is just start the final, have them to go, wh- whoever ends up first wins, right? Or you could just do different. Well, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you could do different days, right? And like then do everyone starts on the other days, and you don't know how much time. Someone wins by on each day, and then like, yeah, we don't have any idea how much Turbo beat Wes and Theo on War of the Worlds one. Um, That's probably the best version. Uh, Yeah, that's has to look. I get that people like that, like image of the person just finishing and winning, but I think you're trading like five seconds of screen glorification for the entire like sanctity of the season. I think that is an unrealistic uh, thing to bargain with. What? To say like we we need to set it up that way, but then which is set it up where the person first person who crosses the finish line is the winner, and then not do the timed format. That's like five seconds of glorification for trading out the entire sanctity of who wins the season. 
How? What do you mean? The entire thing? I don't understand. I don't track. Well, like at all. The, the, in terms of it's a much more just determiner of who wins season if it's just timed events and they're not just doing a two minute checkpoint. Wait, what are you talking about? A two minute checkpoint? What are you talking about? So on War of the what do we think is a better way to determine who wins? War of the Worlds one, where they do the time checkpoints, or War of the Worlds two, where the UK team dusts the US team the first day and then they get a two minute head start and what looks like a twenty minute finale. Oh. Definitely the first way, but I don't think either of us are advocating for the second way. No, I know, but what I'm saying is the the argument you'll hear for the second day is like, oh, I want the first person who crosses the finish line to win. I I don't think think that's a reasonable thing to trade off. So I I think you're combined. I I don't think you necessarily have to have the person get a two minute head start on the second day and. You, you don't necess- you don't have to force parity in that situation. You can just have it start and end. They won't do that, like- I Why? wish they would go back. Then, and then, 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 you the- then you can't put the audience in suspense at all. And you, I mean, you can try uh, to do weird editing tricks, but like that, then it's much harder to do that. I think I think you still can't. So I would. So, so I think the timed way is the best way, right? Like yeah. War of the Worlds one. I think the second best way is have the person that finishes first wins and not do the two minute head start or whatever head start that they get. And that the, the way that they've been doing it is by far the worst. By far the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I wish they would take kind of what they did on rivals one and mash it up with fresh meat two. Like who says that they have to do a two day or a three day final, like start at dawn and design the final to cover the amount of daylight you have. Like, just have a straight through final and maybe there's a rest point here or there. They can stop and eat whatever and then move on, but like make it so it's linear. That way it's a true test of start to finish. Like I just, I really like that format and I really like that idea of whoever crosses the finish line first wins. Cause like Johnny Riley crosses the last checkpoint finish line first, but he still lost. Like it just, it just doesn't resonate with me as a viewer to have the person who crosses the finish line first lose. Like it just seems backwards to me. I just think that's such a small thing when you're comparing that to who wins overall in the season. All right, let's do the listener email that we have and then get the fuck out of here. Um, this is from Beck. He says, after listening to the dual part, Two or dual two part one, which for everyone listening, you can get on Patreon right now if you subscribe. Uh, after listening to the dual two part one podcast and your guys' debate on the quality of the intro, I figured I'd give my two cents. First off, I love it. No, it doesn't hit hit the three checkpoints, but it's at the point where it's unprofessional and it's so unprofessional and over the top that it's kind of ama- that I find it amazing to bring in opposite perspective. My dad is actually from New Zealand and so was obviously raised in the country's culture and was taught the haka as part of school growing up. Anyway, he's horrified by this intro and finds it offensive and embarrassing. (laughs) Honestly, very fair criticism on his part, but it's just a reality TV show having some fun and being goofy. (laughs) So besides the whole not very politically correct or cultural appropriation thing, I take the side that is the peak of the challenge intros. Sorry, Dad. Laugh out loud. Uh, phenomenal email back. Uh, I was always really interested with that. How do they view the New Zealand? Apparently not favorable. That does change my view of it a little bit that like I can see where it's like a cultural thing. The way they approach it is not with a 
the most reverence at all. And that is interesting to hear that from the, the New Zealander's perspective. Do you, you think it was like he just showed his dad, like, hey, dad, look, they're doing the hawk. And he was like, oh, my God, what Probably. are we doing here? <laughs> and then you see Big yeah. Easy. When they you're just the like, intro, did they think it was good? <laughs> what? I think it, when they did the intro, like the producers, whoever came up with it, did they think it was good, you think? Like, did they think they were like, do it, like this is going to be cool? What do they think they when they yes. were doing yeah, exactly. I think that's probably what they envisioned. They probably were like, they're going to look really tough. You know what I mean? Like, this uh, is like really? going to look really intimidating. I've seen this like before. Like, I like I know what, what this is outside of the challenge. I don't think like there's anything like tough or intimidating about this. You know what I mean? It's just like a bunch of like screaming and I don't know. The, the, no, it's it's the, the way they do it. It's just it's crazy. Like I think, um, but it's not even like tough or intimidating. I'm tar- like, do they think like? Like, do they think this is going to look like the cutthroat intro where they're, like, coming out of the, like, cars, like, dressed like security agents? Is that what they thought this was going to look like? Like, the, you know, taco version of that? I don't know. I don't know. Man, oh it's not good. Good email. Yeah, I don't even... Uh, normally, if, normally, on, normally on listener emails, I feel like we have a lot to say about this. Uh, this is probably one of the best listener emails we've gotten in... I feel like it speaks for itself. I don't feel like we like even have anything to say. No, I, I definitely shout out to Beck for throwing that in there. I was really interested to see how they how New Zealand thought of that. Um, I, I can definitely that's see where that that's unfortunately uh, the reality. Yeah. Um, one other thing before we sign off, Rob, do you have the uh, contest winner of the free shirt? Yes, I do. Let me pull that. Let's up. announce so that. So this is for everyone that responded. Yeah, this is for the survey that we did uh, about a month ago at this point. And as all we can tell, we're really on top of this. So uh, Rob's going to We, we got around to it. Where? You told me you had it. So that's what I guess I should do it. No, I have it. I have it. It's right here. Uh, it, uh, big T. email, Rob? Yeah, I'm going to have to cut <laughs> that shit out now. Like, I'm going to have to put a big beep. <laughs> you don't give somebody's email out on a public podcast. Just give out like a name. A first name. I guess or that's something. right. I mean, they did ask us to do it publicly. They what? Well, we did ask for it publicly. No, we didn't. Right, we but we don't have email, to share it. Mean, like every. That's what I said in the uh, Word document. Never mind. They can't we'll see the results. They can't see everybody right. that filled out the survey's email. Just oh, add that's a, a, good, add a that's, that's a good call. I, I'm gonna add. I'm just gonna drop the audio for that one. Brief, can you <laughs> – I'm going to leave this whole conversation in, but bleep out the email. So, Rob, can you no, that, say a yeah, kind a of call. a name so that we can announce a winner? <laughs> Just leave everything no. but at the Gmail out, Rob. Well, no, don't even do that. How about this? I mean, I'll yeah, do it. but we're on Gmail, though. Then they would know what the Oh, yeah, then they know it. Yeah. I'm just going to so say Rosie, congratulations Rosie, to our friend Rosie. But the thing We're is, we have two Rosie. people like to say that. Never mind. We'll just move on. Never mind. We're going All with right. Rosie. Rosie, so, you're the winner. We'll get it. You'll get an email from us uh, as soon as possible, and you can tell me your shirt size and which shirt you want, and we'll get it out to you. Dude, I thought Rob, you weren't in the Discord when this was going on, but I think it was Greg. He talked about how he wore his Big Dub Diesel shirt to a uh challenge mania like oh cool zoom like video show like whatever they do and he said that even scott didn't get the reference uh someone who's like a, a mean, big wrestling reference like that's not super public um 
I thought that was pretty funny, though. It cracks me up because right. after hearing so the origin was- of the Big Dub Diesel, it's great. Like, I'll say this before you sign off, Devin. Like, if you don't know what Big Dub Diesel is, apparently that was the Miz's AOL screen name uh, back in the day. And it was also like his bodybuilding.com message board name because you can see him asking for nutrition chips to bulk up when he was trying to get into pro wrestling in the early 2000s. It's actually kind of funny. And then he had the shirt, which if you're a fan of this show, you know the, the inside reference. But uh, it was really funny that he, he was just wearing his AOL screen name basically on television. <laughs> Yeah, when he was in, he was in, in the first one. battle of the seasons. That was in the Inferno one, apparently. Uh, he wore a shirt that just said Big Duppies on it. All right, cool. So if you'd like to send us uh, any listener emails, you can reach us at thechallengechronicles at gmail.com, and we'll read them as they come in. If you'd leave us a rating review on iTunes, we would really appreciate it. And if you would like to uh, go and join our Patreon which is $4 for the entry tier, and that'll get you access to All-Stars recaps, which we'll add tomorrow night, and a lot of other cool stuff. You can go to thechallengechronicles.com, and that will redirect you to our Patreon page, and uh, we'll probably leave a link to it in the show notes right here. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.